guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Tuesday, February 7th, a couple days before the trade deadline, in which we'll just promo it right off the bat. We will be live for the trade deadline on the How About Them Celtics YouTube channel and Facebook channel. Time you want to start. uh, Check it out. One thirty, one o'clock. Yeah, one to two around that range. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a concrete time tomorrow when you guys are listening to this on the eighth, which also is my mom's birthday. So happy birthday, mom! Everyone say happy yes. birthday to Mrs. Simone. Happy in the happy chat birthday the from how about them Celtics to you? We wish it was our birthday <laughs> so we could party too. Hey, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Uh, also, I, I mean, this is just the announcements. You know, start to the show. We have signed on. Uh, you know joined the minute media fan-sided podcast network is that basically how how to phrase it i think signed yes. on joined etc um but yeah we are now part of the minute media podcast network so uh shout out to our friends over there it just got a little bit more handsome exactly it, it doesn't really change anything for us i don't think it changes anything at all for us except you'll probably hear some more ads in the shows and maybe we'll you know have some guests from the fan-sided uh, minute media family stuff like that but uh thank you to all you for listening to make that possible but again not really gonna yep. change anything in terms of us but, be loyal um, listeners yeah uh we appreciate, appreciate you we have a lot of fun doing this maybe mm-hmm. we'll make a little bit of money here now if not <laughs> what are you gonna do but it's uh, exactly definitely better than nothing yes thank uh, but, you very much you know we we didn't realize we had a little bit of a bank <laughs> before <laughs> we switched over we had some stuff i mean if yeah. you listen to the show on audio platforms you hear the ads from uh uh, that were embedded into the middle of the show anyway. So you'll just be hearing some different ones now. So maybe How you'll get, you'll get be the fresh first, ads. The first one we do is like you you like call back to the old ads. We're like, yeah, like this company <laughs> we used to talk about. This one we used to yeah, talk no, about. No. And, no, and no. they're like, what the hell? Like we told you to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, no. But if anything, the listeners will get some fresh ads in their ears. So maybe it'll be more uh, more fun, you know, a win-win as they say. But um, uh, yeah, like I said, it was my mom's birthday today. I went to Target. Uh, where all good gifts come from. I, we we love a good Target story on this show. Uh, right. My mom, this doesn't come out until tomorrow anyways, so she'll know, but she also, she, she's not going to listen to this. I'll, I'll call, I'll spade a spade. My mom's not going to listen to this. Uh, I got her a blanket, a nice uh, knit blanket, as well as I ordered on Amazon while in Target because I couldn't find one that I liked. I got her, she loves cows. Uh, my mom, I don't know why. Like we live in Massachusetts. Like it's not like we're in like a farm state or anything. She just thinks they're cute. Uh, so I got her like a little mug with a cow inside of it. Like you, you fill it up with tea or whatever. And as you drink it, nice. there's this little like ceramic cow and like just waving hello. I'll, I'll, let me find a picture. It's really cute. Um, so I was I was very happy. Very with that thoughtful. Exactly. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I tried. I think Somebody I, like, I did someone give you crap for that. Like like one of your siblings was like, what kind of gift? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. No, not at all. You I sounded very was... vindicated when I was like, yeah, no, I, it's nice I, well... and thoughtful. <laughs> well, I was proud of the idea. I hadn't told anybody yet, obviously, because it was just like, uh, whatever. But um, let me share the screen. This is a very poor picture, poor quality. But let me let me see if I can share it here. Um, this is the cow mug I got my mom uh, for her birthday. It's just like a mug, but inside oh, there's a little cow, right? That is kind of cute. A little cow. Listen, you're getting robbed a little bit on the fluid ounces, but what are you going to do? exactly i think it's cute uh she likes cows i thought it'd be cool i searched up cow mug on amazon and this was <laughs> the first one that popped up uh but well, we you don't want to admit that cut that cut that cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> nah nah it's fine no but like I-, I thought it was cute i thought it was cool uh it was better than any of the ones they had at target so i thought it would be a nice little gift so 
Uh, I'm hyped. Uh, and I, I mean, the, the ultimate sacrifice is ne- me not going into Boston for the Sixers uh, Celtics game. Uh, I'm going instead. instead. Spend, yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam will take my place at the arena. Uh, yeah. As I pulled in, I took the next two days off from work. And as I pulled in my driveway nice, nice. today, um, you know, more or less enjoying a nice Friday. I uh, I pull in and I kind of don't have any stairs on my house. My stairs have been. Oh, is that the video you just sent me? Yeah, I I took a video of it. Should I share the video right here? Yeah, you can put it on the stream. Let me me pull it up. I pull. I call my mom. I said, uh, (laughs) there's no stairs here. Where are the stairs? So let me. Let me pull my up. parents your audio too. Yeah, yeah, share the audio because it's right, just gonna be a video go. of me like talking. I gotta log into Twitter. That's fine. My, my parents video. are getting an elevator put in the house to help them carry groceries as they get older. An elevator, yeah, it's gonna be like in the back. So they're doing work Fancy. on the house. Now I knew they were doing work on the house. I did not know that they were getting rid of the stairs. So you know, my mind was blown when I was like, I was like where are the stairs? Where, <laughs> no, where are Lewis. the stairs? Loyal listener of pregame show Lewis. You know how he always mocks me because I'm like touring apartments in Boston. He calls me rich. Yes. He, he, he's going to listen to this and say, oh, look at Sam now, too. He's getting the elevator. Well, it's not like an elevator. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm not really involved. I'm not involved. I'm just but, with you. And I probably won't use it. But I was just so shocked that my stairs were gone. Also, this elevator creating problems for me over the weekend when it was real cold. So to put this elevator in, they cut out. I don't think I can. I don't think of, I can share audio because I can't get it in the correct window. But let me let me share a video anyways. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I'll pull it up here. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, go subscribe. You can see Sam with just, the video. You can see let, me. Let me go forward to the part with the uh, the stairless backyard. It's, it's loading. Just not loading. It's just not loading. And if you're not on YouTube, I don't know what you're doing because I'm having a terrific, maybe the best hair day of all time. <laughs> all right, let me stop sharing so we can get it to the the stairless part. Okay, here we go. It immediately loaded as, as soon as it stops sharing. It so if you're on YouTube, you can check it out now. But uh, this is the stairless backyard Sam is referencing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, where are my stairs? <laughs> just there, there's usually stairs there. Where are they? <laughs> I mean, oh, we, that's we have a other steep ways drop too. Oh, I didn't realize how steep that was. That oh is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little high up. You don't get the full depth perception when you see that. No, you do not. Imp- I mean, well, that that was why I was really surprised. I was like, "All right, well, that was your day today." <laughs> how was my day? I said that was your day today. Oh, that it was, was my, oh, my stairs. Was clean. my day? My day was fine. <laughs> there you go. But anyways, um, yeah. The weekend, cold out, real windy, <clears throat> very cold. They're putting in this elevator. And they had to cut out sections of the basement wall. So those mm-hmm. sections of the wall are covered up by boards. I go downstairs yeah. Saturday morning before I go running at the gym because mm-hmm. that's the way I'm going out. It's cold, whatever. Go through the basement. The boards are blown across the basement. It is beyond freezing, and I have to put them back with my bare hands because I just anticipated going to my car. So what a start to Saturday that was. That's tough. And they're like like crappy boards, so like I was afraid I was gonna get a splinter the whole time too. Yeah. How the hell am I supposed to write for heavy with a splinter in my fingers? My God, <laughs> that's brutal. First world problems there. And then, um, very tough again. Great hair day. The blow dryer, a game changing piece of equipment. Mm. You, you Big take blow dryer guy now. You dry your hair, mm-hmm. and you get some of this stuff they they call texture dust. 
put that in. <laughs> it's like powder and your hair like stays in place. It's the craziest thing you'll ever see. I went, I went to a friend's house and he was like, show me it. And he literally mm. put in his hair, like screw around with his hands. And then like, he could just like put his hair and it would stay. If Do you I have long hair or, or straight hair like me, buddies. yeah, not somebody, not somebody that's been there when you were there. Cause he just, okay, okay. but you will probably okay. meet him. But I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. So I bought some. And if they sponsor us, I'll start talking about it on the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. That's awesome. See, I, I never discovered the play... hair dryer in New York because they had one in the hotel. And they used it. So I've been stealing my mom's. Smart. See, I've never had to put anything in my hair. I just kind of let it rock. Like, well, just... yeah, I used to always do the short hair, which uh, mm -hmm. little tease during March, you might see some old pictures. Uh, you know, you get to see all the different <laughs> styles. But before mm -hmm. then yeah i used to have the short hair always always was short and i just started growing it and i kind of like it like this so I, I i keep it i keep the hair there you go see i mean up until i was like 12 or 13 i had buzz cuts only like i never oh me too like i like the yeah, yeah. i like the short hair you get up you don't have to yeah. do anything to it you just go my mom would just cut my hair buzz it off we're good Still to go does. and then after that, your mom really my mom used to cut hair like at salons though, so it's different. Oh, okay, I guess so. See, not I go an amateur. To, I, I I just hit up Supercuts and they give me the nice the oh, easy one too. Clean cut today. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean it's been like this for a few. See, when, when oh, I get my hair cut, no, no, no. I, when I get my hair cut, I like to go in. I say, okay, do, do it. A, like I get it a little shorter than I probably want, so it like grows into that nice like what I'm looking for for like a yeah. good stretch there. Because if you get your hair cut to the length that you ideally want, then it's only going to be like that for what like. A week maybe yeah so i just go yeah yeah so that's what it is the also, longer it gets though the less you'll notice when it's like that like like mm. when it when it's not as long as you wanted it to be see when my hair gets too long it kind of poofs out like a mushroom so it's, it's just really not a good look i can't we can't be having it but um also before we get into the celtics which we are going to get into by the way sorry uh <laughs> for our our loyal listeners landon and lewis i know take a particular interest in this uh not a drive-through story but i did change mm. up my starbucks order today because I saw something on the board. Oh, what is this? Um, I got a pistachio. Hmm, that's not English. Pistachio cream cold brew. Uh, very good. Very big fan. I am a fan. It's it's good. Um, it's tough. It's tough with the those drinks like that. Not anymore. Listen, I I have solved a big problem in my life. Okay, now, what's that? For for those of you that really really listen and pay attention. I think I've mentioned being injured on some show we've done before. I, at some point, yeah. So I've been dealing with moderate injuries. So mm. I haven't been able to run as much as I'd like. And being the psycho I am, I get very anxious that I'm going to lose all progress I've made running, gain weight, whatever. So I started using one of these apps that tells you like the calories you eat. And when you like exercise, like it adds more to what you're supposed to eat for the day. Sure. Uh, I'm up. To, I'm gonna say this. It's 6:40 p.m. I still have half left today. Oh, that's I still have good. half of my day to go, eat. Go, go eat something, man. What are you doing? No, I did. I that's the thing. I've eaten. I had. I had breakfast. I had snacks, and I had lunch. I have not had. I had a late lunch. I am. Who that was calling me? Sam's getting a phone call live on air. Brad Stevens calling Sam <laughs> live on the podcast. We get some intel. <laughs> Now, some of you may be wondering why there's a cut in in the audio if you noticed it. And it was because <laughs> I got a call and the other end said, hi, this is Megan with Healthcare Benefits. How are you? And then I said, busy. And then I heard the phone click. 
you you answered busy and they clicked off. Yeah, the only reason I picked up is because it was <laughs> the call was from the same city where my job is, so I didn't know if it was uh, usually. I typically am not big on the phone. Mm-hmm. Hate the phone. I don't I don't answer phone calls unless nope. it's like a number I know. Nope, um, it was not my. And phone. then I, I figure like. I can worst case I call them back and they can leave a message. Um, that's my thing. It's always text me. If you need to reach me, text me or email. Me. Like that's it's just it's just easier. But um anyways, uh th- that's a good cut, anyways, to go right into Celtic since we've avoided it. Uh let's talk briefly about excuse me, the Pistons game, and then we can get into trade talk because that's good. Let's be honest here, that's gonna be the majority of this episode, anyways. Um Celtics picked up a win over the Pistons uh, after a rough loss to the Suns, which we talked about on the last show. Did we right? No, or we have, have not, we not done talked a show about since here? then. We've done a pregame. Okay. We talked about it on pregame. So we can lump Suns in as well. Uh, I said this on pregame. If that Suns game happened at any other point in the season, it would just be one of those, you know, they were off on the offensive end. It is what it is. It sucks. Move on. Um, but since it came on the back or very recently after the, you know, the Knicks lost the Lakers win, which shouldn't have been a win. And those other two losses that uh, the magic and the, the heat as well, you know, y- you think of it in that context and it was another rough loss, like in the same five game stretch. But yeah. uh, realistically speaking, the offense just has to be better. Um, and that's a really shitty answer. Like that's something you don't want to hear, but that's all it is. They were getting good shots at the start and then they kind of fell into the same traps. It was just in a rough offensive night, uh, which was made even more rough because it was right after the Nets game, which they blew out Brooklyn uh, and caused Kyrie to get traded, which we will also talk about later. Um, but then the Pistons game, that's the best, isn't it? Yeah. Right. They ended the Kyrie experiment, but then, um, Pistons game, I'm just going to lump these all in quickly so we can get into trade talk. Um, no Jalen Brown, no Marcus Smart, no Luke Cornett, because that's important, and no Dinovo Gallinari still, obviously. Uh, Celtics still pulled out a win. A little scare there in the fourth quarter. You bet. Uh, in the non, yeah, you're in you're the not going to sell these games without a scare. Come on. Of course. Uh, Celtics couldn't hold it together in the non-Jason Tatum minutes, but Sam Hauser made his shots after getting his first career NBA start. Great game from him. Derek White was absolutely phenomenal against Pistons. Shout out to him as well. Uh, I have here on my notes. I'm just going to spit it out now as well. Celtics need Marcus Smart back for the offense. They really need him. Oh, I agree. Uh, and then again, like I said, non-Jason Tatum minutes have been a real problem this season. So those are something you have to figure out. So uh, Suns game, bad Pistons game. Good with some asterisks. Another word. If you know the podcast, I just can't say. Um, so yeah. Thoughts, Sam Suns and Pistons game. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. They won. Good. Woo. They, they, they won a win. game where I going into it, I was not convinced they were going to win. Felt mm-hmm. like a trap game. We talked about it on the pregame show. Jack's dad said it was a going to be a trap game. So those are the type of games I'm always keeping my eyes out for. The most disappointing in all the games typically come in a loss to a team like the Pistons. Now, Jason Tatum, disappointing for most of the game. Third quarter said... Hey, man, I don't suck, remember? And scored a bunch of points, played really well yeah. for the rest of the... I guess the first half, I really should say he wasn't good. Second half, he was fine. Rob Williams, mm. excellent. Great job. Mm. Hustled. Really 15, helped 15. hold off that Pistons push late in the game with big-time back-breaking offensive rebounds Huge. and putbacks. The type of thing you typically see teams doing to the Celtics. Yeah. You know, getting yes. those second-chance points, annoying the hell out of me, it was nice to be on the other mm. end of it. Got to tell you, love that. Derek White <laughs> made some big shots, made a big three. Huge also game. to help hold off that comeback. Besides that, yeah. Hauser, good for him getting the start. I believe that's the second Great. time against Pistons he's played real well. Yep. Uh, is his... there a pattern there? Perhaps. But it's real important <laughs> for him to be able to shoot the ball. 
yes. and and step up when they ask him to do things. So yes, yes. the fact that he did that against the Pistons and somewhat of a big role, like he started. Timmy yeah. G said this to me way back in November. If he's on the floor, he's going to be one of the top scoring options. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why he's on the floor. So there's always some degree of pressure on him to make the shots. And he doesn't take easy shots. He doesn't really get easy shots. Some of the catch and shoots Hauser has to do are pretty crazy. Like he'll catch the ball at his feet and just go right up with it. And, and he'll make it. A couple of those against the Pistons were rough. Like you said, the one where he caught it at his feet. And the other one, it was the last three he made of the game because he cooled off in the second half a little bit. Horford got the ball and kind of hit him in the corner, and there was a guy right on him. He just went right up, and it went in. Like, when Hauser is on, he's one of the best shooters in the NBA. And, oh, yeah. And the only issue is that he's been, you know, slumping as of late. But, excuse me, I wrote about it for Celtics blog this morning. Shooters are going to slump. Hauser is no exception to that rule. But when he's on, he can be a difference maker for the Celtics. Uh, and and I think that's why it's tough to trade him because there there aren't like not that it's tough to to trade him necessarily. No, I I do mean that. Let me rephrase. I do think the Celtics could use some Hauser insurance in the sense okay. of getting another wing to bring on board when he is not slumping. But trading a guy like Hauser who is under contract, a phenomenal contract by the way, a cheap 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 contract for the next two years, yep. and saying just dump him is just bad business, right? Because when he is on. Right, he he's one of the most impactful offensive players on the team because of the way he can space the floor, and I truly believe that. And he's not a negative on the defensive end, right? He struggles, right? I'm not saying he's a positive, but at the very least, he's a neutral, which is fine, right? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here calling him Kawhi Leonard, but he he is also not Trey Young, which is important. So. I don't think trading Hauser would be smart at this point in time, especially for anything that is not, uh, or excuse me, any player not under contract for more than this year, right? Trading Hauser for an expiring contract, which I'm not saying has been brought up, would just be like, like I said, bad business, right? You have a guy under contract who at his best is an extremely impactful rotational player, was a big reason why the Celtics had the best offense in NBA history at the start of the season. Obviously that's the facade, the the phrase yep, best offense don't care. in NBA history, <clears throat> but a big reason why their offense was so successful at the start of the year because of his shot making. Uh, I don't think it's a, uh, what's the word? I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, he goes on a little bit of a slump and the Celtics start to really struggle. Uh, I'm also, I'm not saying it's the sure. only reason, but it, there's definitely a correlation. He, he is so. the uh, personification of the team as a whole, meaning yes, Live by the three, die by the three. Kind yes. of. Yes, I understand what you're saying with that for sure. Um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, like I said, I think they need some depth there. But shout out Hauser playing great. And Derek White, I mean. Derek I've White been dunked big... on somebody yesterday. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been, Durant. I've been the biggest. Uh, I thought you said Durant there for a sec. But Jalen Durant, yeah. yeah. Jalen Durant, by the way. Durant's a good player. Like, Don't this, worry, but I know my rotation dude. guys on the Pistons. <laughs> No, but I've been saying this all year. I know we we have our uh, squabbles. I think that's the word. Our, our quarrels or whatever you want to call it. I'm trying to use a fancy word here. I sound like an idiot. I like uh, no, with, quarrels is a good word. <laughs> thank you, thank you. With uh, Jimmy J uh, in the pregame chat about Derek White. Derek White's been so good this year, and he he like I, I I'm thinking up uh, an article I want to write for Celtics blog in the future about him. Um, 
he just fills the gap so well, right? Like, like if you need him to be the third guard in the rotation, he'll play off the ball, come in and play his great defense, and that's what he does. If you need him to be the top point guard in the rotation, he'll do that. You saw it against the Pistons. He'll get to the hoop. He'll drive. He'll make his floaters. He'll hit his layups. He'll draw contact. He'll play elite defense. He'll play make. Like, he'll do everything. He'll even rebound. He put up 10 rebounds a couple nights ago, right? If you need him to be the second guard, he'll take on a secondary role. He, he does whatever the Celtics need from him. Uh, and this can be our transition into trade talks. Uh, Keith Smith of Celtics blog put out a big trade primer two days away from the deadline yep. or one day away from the good trade article deadline when you're listening to this looked through uh, it. great piece friend of the podcast Keith Smith yes said that rival teams this is a quote from his article rival teams have called about uh, called Boston about Derek White only to be shut down one team said we thought with all their guard depth that White might be available he's not untouchable, but by whoever but that they, is <laughs> he's not untouchable but they would need more than what they gave up to get him uh, sources told Celtics blog um, that teams called about White included the Clippers, Mavericks, pre-Kyrie trade, uh, Magic, and Nuggets. None of the talks got particularly close as Boston wants win-now players and at least one first-round pick in exchange for White. So, I wonder if the Clippers like at, uh, offered Marcus Morris. I bet they did. I doubt it. It was probably more like Reggie Jackson and pick, yeah. which is bad, or, or like Robert Covington, uh, Amir Coffey and pick, which is just like not going to come close. Um, so it sounds like Derek White is close, uh, excuse me, safe uh, in trade talks. And I, I mean, I'm happy. Like I said, I'm, I've am i been the biggest Derek White fan. Shout out my uh, my TD Garden buddy, Bobby Koritsky, who I chill with on the ninth floor. Uh, whenever he brings up Derek White all defense, he he gives me a little shout out because I, I, I wrote about it earlier this season. I was early in the party. I'm going to be the first one like, hey, it's there. Yep. The receipts. Uh, he's been one of the best defenders in the league this year. His shot blocking is great. And he's he's been very impressive but we can get into some trade uh deadline talk if you'd like uh, oh, a little bit more like from the said, article go on yes yes like we said uh, at the start of the show we will be live for trade deadline day probably around one or two is when we'll go live and we'll be live throughout the end of the trade deadline which ends at three four three o'clock like three o'clock in that case we can go live at one then we'll do a two-hour stream for trade deadline double well one, like one 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 it'll be it'll be two plus hours which is absolutely fine because yeah. there isn't okay. any stuff. It bleeds to, through. You're right. We're going to be absolutely fine. You don't worry. You sit down. You sit down at your work desk. Slap on the old YouTube. I'll make sure my hair looks good for you. <laughs> you know, I'll be fresh out the doctors. I'll probably have something to complain about. Uh, you know, busy, you busy go. Thursday and morning, day off. Jack and I going to be chatting. And for the audio listeners, I think we should upload that as a podcast. Yeah, we, we did last year. Listeners. Last year's, by the way, fantastic, fantastic <laughs> watch. Job. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had stuff to react to. You had the Derek White trade. You had the Tice mm -hmm. trade. It kind of. I rolled. wish we went. I wish we went live like ten minutes earlier though, because when we the Derek White Listen, trade, I got right stuck behind we a school live. bus, man. I don't know what you want out of me. <laughs> yeah, tough. By the way, yeah. quick, quick thing. I was getting on the highway mm -hmm. today. Actually, this is a whole disaster. I'll quickly tell the story. I go and I, I take my lunch break to go get a salad at Salad Works in Providence. Fine establishment, love it. Regular wow. there, great salad. Always get. Same thing. I go to the door, signs all over the door, cash only, internet is down, can't go there. No one, who's uh, carrying cash? Nobody. Me. Nobody That'd is. Me. I can't. Really? Care. I do. <clears throat> only because wow. for very niche. A, I got cash for Christmas money from my grandma. So and I, you I, still I, have it. So that shows how yeah. much you use it. <laughs> exactly. And also, um, at TD Garden, you pay for the food in cash. They don't have a card machine. So I just really, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, anyways all right, sorry, I'm like, yes. all right, have to leave, go to Chipotle, but I get on the highway. If you're from Providence, you know, I'm getting on the highway right by Wait, Providence. Wait, what's the place, place you tried mall. to go to? Sandwich Salad place? Works. 
Sal, okay, sorry, continue. Okay, so I'm getting on right by Providence Place Mall Disaster merging onto 95. So I have plenty of time to look around because I'm not going very fast. Guy in front of me, bumper sticker, says, yes, comma, I stop at stop signs. Aren't you a rat? <laughs> you know, you know a scumbag you're going to be to stop at a stop sign. First of all, we know how the stop signs go. It really, it's That's a, amazing. everybody understands it's a yield. Now, the government's kind of afraid to make sure. them all yields. People tell me I'm crazy when I say they you are crazy, yields, but they're That's effectively horrendous. all yields. That's you don't need to stop. You, unless like it's obstructed by like a tree, you can look around as you're approaching. Jeez. All right. I don't know. Okay. That okay. is I'll the most you... unbelievable thing I've seen. I'll let him. Is, is I'll let him bumper cook. sticker. That's a wild bumper sticker. I'll give you that. That is a, a lot for me. That's key or car stuff. <laughs> okay. Maybe don't put that into the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough though. That, that, that is a lot to put on a bumper sticker. Uh, what the hell was I, I, I talking did... about? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Oh, Salad Works, the credit card. I think that was no. That was the whole the story. Sticker. But I don't remember yeah. what made me think we, of the. We were talking sticker. about trades. <laughs> we were talking about trades, so it just really came out of nowhere. No, no, um, no. there must have been something that made me think of it. There I don't was remember. something. I can't remember. Whatever. Um, Not let's important. Go into it. Um, do you want to talk about the Kyrie thing first? Should we? We should do that. Oh, last it was because we were talking about our stream. Things. Oh That's yes, the live stream. Okay, yes. Um, do you want to do Celtics rumors first, or do you want to talk about the Kyrie stuff? Let's get out of the get Kyrie out of the way, then we can dive okay. back in because Keith had another interesting part of the article that we can get into the Grant Williams part. The Grant Williams, I, part, I do have. I have into. a whole thing about that. I have ten different trade packages for Grant Williams. Okay, good. Then, then that'll be fun. <laughs> a lot of right. that was the so Kyrie. The show. Do you want to lead? Or you want me to lead? I, I think the people want to hear what ahead. I have to say. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hit me up. Listen. The Kyrie thing is fantastic. Now, I, I teased this a little bit on the pregame stream yesterday. I did not get to be on stream Friday. I, I had an engagement to be at. I was not here. I know, listen, people were definitely waiting. Like, what's Sam going to say? He requested a trade again. First of all, Rat quits on his team. Really, for no reason. Like, there was really no reason, unless, like, something was going on that we don't know about for him to want out of Brooklyn. This time? Okay. I know what happened this time. What happened this time? Well, he, he Oh, they said they were going to pay him. Yeah, he went to contract talks and they said, we'll give you one or two years. He said, I want a full max, full. Who the hell is giving him a full max? You got to be hit in the head with a brick. (laughs) Yeah. So he said, okay, if you're not going to sign me long term, trade me. Okay. Well, still rat. Because who the hell is signing you? Not fighting on that. You're you're a rat. They don't trust you. Who's paying you money long term? No one. Half the reason why that trade's good for Dallas is because they got off some kind of money. And if he walks, they'll have cap space. That that's the benefit. So there, it's really a no lose situation for Dallas unless he really pisses off Luca, which is a possibility. But he'd have to work real quick to get up to his shenanigans to piss Luca off that quick. Well, he um, started some shenanigans immediately at the press conference today. Uh, already some controversy in when he's what he said about Brooklyn. Well, that. But he also, you know, how Brooklyn made him apologize for his anti-Semitic remarks. Yeah, he deleted that Instagram post as soon as the trade went through. All right, just full like asshole. Well, you know what the best is? I'm pretty sure Mark Cuban's Jewish. I saw that somewhere. I don't know if it's true. Let me Google Mark Cuban. This is quite the thing to Google. Well, Um, no, it's he is Jewish. Yes, he's Jewish. Jewish. That's good. Love that. Good start. Good start, Kyrie. I'm sure Cuban loves that. Sure, he thinks it's the greatest. But Mark Cuban's all about winning. 
He is. Mark Cuban wants to win. That's got to be why. I mean, that's why he traded for Kyrie. It's just like you immediately go to Dallas and you immediately start doing this shit. It it clearly shows. It clearly shows he didn't mean the apology, right? Like he didn't mean it. He just said well, it. I'm not so convinced get back a lot of there. these guys are meaning very many apologies. I and, guess. In their defense, concerning whether he's right or wrong, if you're like forced to apologize for something, oftentimes you're really not meaning it. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's right. Doesn't mean he's a good guy. Doesn't mean he's not a rat. But mm-hmm. like, let, let's take a look back at one of the more famous, not famous, more recent, uh, faux apologies good old anthony edwards there after he posted the video uh, uh yes talking about gay people and then he had to apologize and he had like a big grin on his face yeah that was like, bullshit too was he right to do that no but like you, you got the apology you asked for you're making him apologize if he doesn't mean it he's not gonna mean it or well, then that's and the Kyrie thing they were telling him he's not gonna play like listen i think Kyrie was in the wrong don't get me. Don't don't get it. He twisted. was absolutely in the wrong. And I love seeing that guy get punished because he's an idiot. Yes. But if he's forced to apologize, you, you have to know there's some falsity to it. Yeah, it's crap. My um, my buddy's a Mavs fan who I went to grad school with. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember you telling me about this guy. Yeah. He uh, name is Mitchell. Good guy. He was going to co- actually going to come on the show, but he's in a meeting right now. Um, okay. So he can't, but he called me as soon as the trade happened. Uh, actually, Zoe and my girlfriend was the one who told me because I was watching TV uh, when the trade came through. I didn't see it. She called me. She goes, Kyrie's going to the Mavs. I said, he's what? And then I <clears throat> opened Twitter and went into a panic and wrote everything. But uh, my buddy Mitchell calls me. He's like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> right? Like he's, he's out of nowhere as I'm getting a call during the pod too from a random California number that I'm going to hang it's up tough. on. Um, but He's like, I I mean, like, actually, I think his first words are, what the fuck are the Mavericks doing? <laughs> Just yeah, like he's pissed. He, he understands. And I think he's I don't want to use the word excited, but like he knows the Mavericks are going to be better now. Like He knows he, there's he, potential like, to be good. Yeah. But he's also he, like he is in the early stages of Kyrie's. Like, exactly. M- Mitchell also, who is Jewish, he's like, I clearly oh, I boy, like the guy. So he, he's not a fan of it from like a. a personality perspective and i doubt Kyrie's actions today are gonna make that any better so i i don't know it's just like is jalen brown gonna go back him again yeah dude i don't even know but purely from a basketball perspective Kyrie is going to make the mavs good um they're also looking to move christian wood and tim hardaway jr now for other upgrades to add like better defense etc etc there's something linking them to deandre aiden which i think would be a cool trade for them but regardless um that is whatever (laughs) They'll be fine. Kyrie's going to make a mess of that, too. I think he'll be a Laker next year. I'll put that out into the ether now. <clears throat> I, I don't think he'll be back in Dallas. So, Well, what if I, whatever they're saying about Joe Sy is true, that's fire. That he said yeah, absolutely not trading him to Lakers. He said he's not doing that, yeah. Now, I don't know Mark if that's Stein true too. or Well, it or came not. from Mark Stein, so I trust it. No, no. I I, I don't doubt that Joe Sy said that. He probably told Mark Stein himself. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like actually true, like. Sorry, if the Lakers like give you like the best thing ever, you probably take it. But well, I, th- this is the other thing, and we can talk about this now. I think the Nets took the best package available. Like I think that Brooklyn package is, or excuse me, the Dallas package was the best on the market. No, they got Finney Smith, Dinwiddie, and <laughs> a first and a second, and two, two seconds. seconds. Uh, okay. And and the Lakers offered point. Westbrook, and then the two firsts that everybody wants. Yeah, I think Dallas is better because if Brooklyn is betting on this isn't going to work in Dallas. Everyone sees like, oh, Luke is super young. 
that's this is this is six years away, right? Let's like Luca could be gone <laughs> by then. And yep. again, I, I take a lot of stuff from them because I, I like their opinions. Keith Smith, Trevor Lay, and the NBA front office show. They were saying like the Lakers are a huge market. The chances of them turning things around after the LeBron era in six years versus Dallas turning things around after Luca leaves in a few years. I'd put my money on the Lakers figuring out a way to turn it around because they can attract the free agents. They can do this. And there are all the reports of saying, you know, Kyrie's going to bring stars to, to Dallas. That's why they traded for him. Like that was a big thing coming out saying they, they think Kyrie could help bring another star. But if this is Brooklyn's way of betting on Dallas's downfall, like <clears throat> I, I don't hate it. Plus, plus you get two rotational players. Spencer Dinwiddie is a starting point guard in the NBA. Dorian Finney-Smith is a before he's played with Kevin Durant. Before. Exactly, DFS is a starting caliber player as well. There were some reports that this was gonna, yep, that this deal was going to expand into a deal with the Raptors as well, where Dinwiddie would have been rerouted to Toronto and Fred VanVleet would have came to the Nets. So it's clear they're trying to put stuff around KD to win. And if that is the goal, and the reports from Woj saying KD uh, doesn't necessarily want to trade right now, like Dinwiddie and DFS, there's an argument argument to be made that that made the team better. Right. Like obviously Kyrie is an all-star caliber player, but if Durant is your your centerpiece and that you need to focus on defense, they got better defensively. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. DFS is a top-notch defender on a good contract. Dinwiddie, I would argue, is a better defender than Kyrie. Neither are like super plus defenders, but but he's um, long. Yeah, he is long. Dinwiddie's shown the ability to play off the ball. He can shoot threes. He's shooting well this year. I think he's up near 40%. If he's not at 40%, I think maybe 38, 39%. Um, I don't have the quick stat, but I'll, I'll quickly go into basketball reference. I think we're shooting 40.5%. Look at Jack. No one is stats. Like, that's good. That's good package for Kyrie, especially when the Nets had no leverage, right? Like, they, they couldn't say, oh, we'll just keep him then because he had to trade him. So I think that was probably the best year to get. Although, no, I'd take Dinwiddie DFS in the picks over Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul's thing. old. Crowder hasn't played basketball in a while. So mm-hmm. I, I think the Crowder, the whole Crowder thing itself to me is a crapshoot. Like, weird, weird. They're, they're like flinging rumors around about this and like people are getting excited. Like, listen, if the Celtics were involved, don't get me wrong, I'd be a little excited because I love a reunion, but like the, the guy hasn't played. Like, how, how impactful is he really going to be for you right away? Probably not that impactful. Mm-hmm. Just look at Simmons. It's a different situation, but like Simmons showed in Brooklyn, didn't play, and then waited all summer and then finally played. And he's like, whatever. Like, he's not what they thought mm-hmm. they were getting when they traded James Harden. He's definitely not the player he was. Yeah. I mean, they, it's not the kind of thing you can just stop doing. Now, do yeah. I think Jay Crowder is still working and, and working on his game? Yeah. I, I don't doubt that, but it doesn't really. There's no substitute for playing in real NBA games, mm-hmm. especially at this point in the season where these guys have all been playing together all season. And Jay Crowder wasn't happen great. And they work out, but mm-hmm. and Crowder wasn't great last year either. Like let's exactly, start, he I was think on a at... decline, and that's why he was on the bench, and that's why he's mad because he was mm-hmm. getting put on the bench. And everyone remembers Crowder as you know the Heat Crowder, the the Suns Finals run Crowder, like. Crowder shot 35% from deep last year, right? Like after shooting 38 and 44. The what does Marcus Smart shoot from deep this season, Jack? Do you know? Probably uh, about that. I think like 33, 33.3. So it's not just a little worse. bit below that. No, just a little bit below. So uh, there is that. Celtics need Marcus Smart back again, by the way. I'm just going to say it. But yes, okay. Um, we talked Kyrie. KD doesn't look like he's going anywhere. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Before we, how how great is it the Celtics just ended ended that? His right, last ended. ever game 
as a Brooklyn net. 43-point loss at the Phenomenal. Garden. Phenomenal. Just stomped. Career low, plus <laughs> minus. Was like, it? Yep. That's it awesome. Minus 31, lowest of his career. Mm-hmm. See you later. Enjoy. Now, you let you left for this team. Celtics sent you pack in the playoffs. You stepped on well, they you stepped on lucky. Then they swept you. Mm-hmm. Then they sent you packing for real. See you later. Bum. Now en- enjoy. Imagine you, if they have to play him in the finals. Fight for the ball as you play with the fellas. Imagine if they if they have to play the Mavericks in the finals. Well, that would be the NBA's dream. Right? Great. Story I think line. if you could um, if you're the NBA and you could pick one finals matchup, that might be it right this That second. might be it. Well, it might, it also I I would also take a Warriors Celtics matchup. I think that'd be good. Every match they'd probably like to, mm-hmm. or Celtic no Celtics Lakers. They'd pick Celtics Lakers, it, it, and oh, not I'd that it's Celtics realistic. Lakers would be a sweep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> before we move on to Grant Williams trade rumors uh, and the rest of Keith Smith's article, we have to talk about it because Stephen A. Smith said it, and that's the rule of the world. Uh, Stephen A. Smith igniting the Jalen Brown Kevin Durant rumors again. We don't have to spend long on it. Bottom line, I don't think Jalen Brown's getting traded. I don't nope. think the Celtics should trade Jalen Brown. If the Nets are willing to entertain uh, Jalen Brown plus random salary filler plus a couple picks for Kevin Durant, I think you have to at least pick up the phone and talk about it. Um, not because I dislike D- Jalen Brown or all these rumors, but because this was my thing during the summer. If it is Jalen Brown for KD and there's no other rotation pieces involved, you consider it because Jalen Brown for as good as he is hot take, never going to be as good as Kevin Durant. He, he will never be what Kevin Durant is. And that's not a shot at Jalen. Well, Durant's like one of the best scorers ever. Exactly. He's, he's this, literally this... probably top, top being, five being like really, really like wide with this top 20 all time players. Top 10 all-time players. Top. 10. Well, that's what I said I was being really wide with it. Yeah. Because I really don't want to have a but debate. But. My point is, as great as Jalen Brown is, he will never be Kevin Durant. And that's not a jab at Jalen Brown. That's a compliment to Kevin Durant. Uh, and if you're not giving up any other rotation players, that's an immediate upgrade right now. And people act like, oh, the Celtics have this 10-year championship window. Not exactly. Well, they kind right? of do. Like, they kind of do, but nothing is guaranteed. Like, there's no guarantee saying Jalen will come back. And I think he'll resign, right? Next I, couple I, years I think he'll big. resign. It is essentially sure. the point. But, you know, it, let's not sit here and act like it wouldn't be an upgrade in talent. Kevin Durant's better than Jalen be. Brown right now. Um, But, again... This again, this is not me advocating for it because I don't think it will happen and I don't think the Celtics should do it unless it's a straight one for one. And even then, I think they should just pick up the phone and, you know, entertain it. I don't, I'm not saying they should do it. Um, I will say again, this. I don't think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. With Durant, Durant has proven he can fit into a good team. Anywhere. Listen, can, I could have fit into the Warriors. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but seriously, when he's mm-hmm. such a star player, like you said, probably top 10 all time. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like, you're not gonna get ridiculed for saying that he's a top five talent in NBA history. I'll put it that way. Okay. I think so. I, I have no top, thoughts. Top, I don't really Well, care. the top 10, well, cause the thing I understand is like, he, he's, yes, he's exceptional. Yes. When you're that Ridiculous. good of a player for you to fit in as somewhat of a cog in the machine when you join a Warriors team where you're not the best guy. And also that's a testament to Curry too, being able to uh-huh. adjust from being the guy and allowing yeah. Durant to come in. Kevin Durant, by the way, not playing in the all-star game. So there will be a replacement. Keep that Okay. Third year in a row, by the way, of that. 
right? Uh, which <laughs> should, if you're thinking about having him be traded to the Celtics, think about that. Injury concerns, sure, obviously. Um, but well, at least he's not playing in the game and then leaving your team after he's being injured for months, and then he plays in the All Star game and then sits again like another right. player. <laughs> who, um, who are you referencing that? Kyrie did that when he was with the Celtics. <laughs> did he? He was out and then he played in the All Star game. Oh, okay, yes. And then he said, "Katie, let's play together." And then uh, left Katie. Nice. Smart. Yes, yes, love that. But seriously, anyway. if Katie was to get traded to the Celtics, I don't think he would be a problem. I don't think the team would suffer <clears throat> no. per se. Him and Tatum are cool too. So that's, that's what I mean. Like he probably could be like the second guy on the team, which is kind Tatum, of by the way. Say. Tatum, by the way, who's come out and said that him and JB have you know ignored that and they're just focused on winning together, which is also a good thing to hear. Yeah, I mean, if you're those guys, who cares? You just went to the finals. You have the best record in the NBA, even though you're really trying hard mm-hmm. to lose it. Um, and you're kind of rolling, you know, you've had your hiccups and you still have the best record in the league. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like think about the amount that we've complained about the Celtics this season and, and had legitimate gripes. Like we weren't just complaining to complain and they're still the best team in the league. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> right. But again, I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> it is what it is. I muted myself back. And I think KD stays in Brooklyn and, I know you said this on the pregame show. Yep. I was about to Not say it again. I was about to say it again. Now I kind of like the Nets. They're yep. kind of cool. That's likable. <laughs> Josiah hey, Savage. Yeah. I've always liked KD. Cam, Cam Thomas, Thomas is real funny, and he's Bingo, scoring a lot of balling. points. Did Nick Claxton's cool. exceptional talent, even though he said he would see the Celtics mm-hmm. again, which is true. But Seth Curry, I'll remember cool. that if they lose. <laughs> yeah, they're likable. Likable team. Kyrie's gone. See you later. Mm-hmm. Finally seeing some players leave the Eastern Conference. Let's see a couple more here. I'm getting sick of it being competitive. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody wants to try and be good when the Celtics are good. When when LeBron was in the East, nobody was trying. Yeah, right. There you go. All then right. you get the LeBron well, except, people. Oh, well, that's because LeBron the Raptors. was in the East and they didn't want to play him. Shut up. Except for the Raptors. They tried their best. They tried. <laughs> All right. They hit it just right. They did it as soon as he left. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the Grant talk, quickly going to mention these two points. We don't have to talk about them. TPE Keith, again, of Celtics blog, go check out the article there. Uh, It's titled, excuse me, Boston Celtics trade Intel two days before the deadline. Celtics trade Intel Intel two days before the deadline. Um, One source told Celtics blog, we haven't talked, uh, talked about a player who makes more than 6 million with Boston. They're offering picks and minor players for our low salary guys. They want to use the TPE, uh, Keith basically saying like the Celtics don't plan on letting the TPE go unused. So it sounds like there'll be some sort of move. We'll see. <clears throat> Excuse me. As well do it as Thursday between one and three, <laughs> please do right at the deadline. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, Keith saying uh, source saying they're trying to win a title. You don't give away good depth uh, at spots with injury histories. Boston won't get cute. Uh, all these quotes basically saying it doesn't, you know, seem like they're going to trade Pritchard, right? Like it seems like they're going to keep. What do you think of all that? What do you think of the Pritchard thing? Because now he's kind of come out and said he, he he said it in a way where it's not like I hate it here. I just well he 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 he's made it clear afterwards. Thinking he said it, he made it clear afterwards. He means past the season. I think they trade him as soon as the as the uh, contract next changes. count. Yeah, as soon as the contract changes. I think I don't think he'll be on the roster next year. I'll well, put it that way. Bad. I like him. Or or past next year's deadline, I'll say maybe he'll be on the team and they trade him by the deadline. Okay, um, but I th- I think he'll be on the roster unless like a bigger trade comes around where they need to throw in some salary and he can be expendable. But the big one everyone is wondering about Grant Williams trade talk bringing a tear to Jack's eye. Uh, not a fan of it, but from Keith at Celtics blog, uh, Keith Smith friend of the show, gonna say it again, legend. 
Most believe that Boston and Grant Williams will get a new deal done this summer, but chatter around the Celtics trading Williams is starting to grow a little louder. One source told Celtics blog that Boston is wary about what Williams wants moving forward, both in terms of new deal and a bigger role. Grant wants a lot of money. We heard he think he's got 18 to 20 million waiting for him in free agency, and he wants to play more and probably start. Not sure either of those happen with Boston. The league source says Brad will move Williams if he can get a comparable player that's under or a comparable player that's under team control for a couple more years. So you know it sounds, sounds like, like... <laughs> who hit me? OG. There you go. Yeah. Uh, potentially we shall see, but um, sounds like Grant Williams could potentially be on the move. If they find the right deal, which again, tear to my eye, uh, but that's weird to me. I don't know. Well, cause it does come down to, do you want to pay him that much or can you trade him for players that you can, you know, maybe it's a sign and trade or something like that, but yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. We'll it I, makes sense with the circumstances, but from a team standpoint, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I like with the, if you got OG for grant without giving up too much more, that kind of makes sense. Just which doesn't you work salary them. wise. You have to give up other stuff, but yes. How much was it? Oh, because grant's not getting paid yet. Dummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Like these guys, like they clown on him, but they like Grant. Like that to me mm-hmm. is important. Are you going to piss well, off your top my guys thing is, by getting rid of Grant? If so, maybe Grant, it's not worth it. it I, I think I I compare it a little bit to the Pritchard situation because Grant clearly wants to start. He clearly wants a bigger role. And with how much, but he has is, a good role here. He's not. I, I'm not he's saying not he doesn't have a good Pritchard. And if he's really getting greedy and wants to start, sorry to cut you off. He's he's getting greedy. I don't. Grant's think so. not starting real good team. I disagree. I think he can start on a playoff team. A playoff team. I gen- not a, not a- of course. But not everybody is, is all about, you know, the championship. Like, if you ask me right now, like, you ask me as a human. Say I was an NBA player, and I said, you can either get paid $10 million and be the eighth man on a championship team or get paid $20 million and be the third or fourth option on a playoff team. I'd pick the playoff team, right? Because the playoff not- team. But in Grant's situation, I, if I had to guess – He's still going to get paid whatever he's trying to get paid with the Celtics. The problem, I don't think so. You don't think the Celtics I, are going to pay him? I think if the Celtics I don't think don't they match twenty million. I don't think they match twenty million. Lose that money? No, because I think they do a sign and trade, and I think a sign and trade, or they'll just trade him instead of paying him twenty million dollars. I think is what will happen. Okay, if, well if then they get some back for him. But exactly, yeah. I I don't see them letting him walk for nothing. It's really the point. That, that exactly, which is why I think if they don't want to pay him twenty million dollars, there's a real possibility they could look at trades. Do you think they should pay Grant twenty million dollars? With without bias, I, I know it's I tough. Think, I think that there's two different questions to be had. I think it is should the Celtics pay him, and like in the context of they can spend the money without it like whatever it doesn't matter because they can just match yes is he worth 20 million dollars not in the role he's on with the celtics i'll put it that way okay i'm saying like if you're talking if you're talking indiana and you say okay you're going to be our starter you're going to be the third or fourth scoring option on this team and we're going to push for the playoffs yeah i give that guy 20 million dollars if you're talking about the celtics saying you're going to be the seventh or eighth man in our rotation you're going to have mainly the spot up three point role and you're just going to have to play good defense. I don't know if I'd pay that guy 20 million dollars. I think Grant is capable of being a 20 million dollar player, but I don't think he'll get the opportunity to do that in his role with the Celtics and I think that's where a lot of this uh clash is like between fans and everyone saying he's not worth that because he's not worth that in his current role, but he can be worth that in the right role. That's and, my And point. this is going to play into your point. 
before people paid Marcus Smart or when they paid Marcus Smart, we were having the same talk and the the salary mm-hmm. cap hadn't been really elevated yet. So 20, mm-hmm. $20 million was more than it is going to be when Grant gets paid. That being said, mm-hmm. Marcus Smart has proven to be worth that money. However, mm-hmm. he's also had his role be increased. Exactly. And flourished in the increased role. Grant, I'm sure he'd be fine in an increased role. But in my opinion, and I, I'd imagine the stats somewhat back this up. We don't really have to dive into it. When he's starting games, it hasn't been spectacular. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not ready yet. It doesn't mean he hasn't improved. He's made improvements. They've been obvious. He drives closeouts more often. He's still getting better at that, getting comfortable with that to where he makes mistakes enough for people to get pissed. In, but he's adding to his game. He's well, still growing, and he's not done yet. Grant's proving us wrong a little bit. In 18 games as a starter this year, Grant is averaging 10 points, five rebounds, almost two assists on 50-40 shooting. 52-42. So but previously, pretty... that is not been the case. His career, yeah. starter numbers are not good. Yeah, no. Before this season, he has struggled a bit. But you have to go with the recency if you're going to pay the guy. Uh, in 35 games before the season, it was 8.6, four rebounds, one assist on 47.5-41 shooting. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I know My what you're talking says about. No, no, I agree with you. I know what you're talking about, but I have 10 trade ideas for Grant Williams okay. and we're going to go through and you're going to tell me, you know, I'll give you one. We'll talk about it. And then I'll give you the second one. And we're going to rank them. We're going to rank All the right. potential trade ideas. First one. Uh, I'm going to go from the bottom. Cleveland Cavaliers who have been mentioned who, as a potential team. It would Mobley have to be or bust. Move on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> realistically it would probably be something like chetty osman lamar stevens and a pick does that make you better probably not again we have to think of it in the context of if the celtics aren't willing to pay 20 million dollars and not all of these are going to be great these these are realistic things i've looked at of teams that might have an interest in him um and the pacers aren't on on this list that don't think because there's really nothing financially that makes sense for both teams but chetty osman Good wing player, right? Not the best defender in the world, but he's not bad. He's a solid three-point shooter. He's killed the Celtics a couple times. <clears throat> Lamar Stevens, hard-nosed defender on the wings. It gives you two wings. Uh, I, so you're breaking Grant Williams in half. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then you uh, ideally, you squeeze him for a pick, um, a second rounder, a first rounder. It doesn't mean much to the Celtics in terms of like that actual player they could draft, but as another trade chip they could use in a different deal somewhere. Um, not bad. It is what it is. But again, we're going to rank these. So this is just one of 10 options. So well, Cleveland Cavaliers, Chetty Osmond, Lamar Stevens in a pick. There's one. Um, Pistons trade. Something along the lines, Sadiq Bey and Hamadou Diallo. Again, decent wing players. None of these are going to be ideal. There's a few up here that are like, okay, we're getting into solid players that could match Grant. But like, I'm, start, I'm, I'm starting slow. Put it that way. I'll leave the, the highlights till later. Um, again, not bad. Just wing players. If, if you were the Celtics, would you rather have Sadiq Bay and Hami Diallo or Chetty Osmond, Lamar Stevens? Does Sadiq Bay play defense? I'm trying to think. Eh, I, he's pretty average. He's like, from what I know, he's like not like spectacular, but he's not like getting. He's not. Back. He's not defending a Giannis. That's the problem. I don't know. I'd probably not rather have. Teams, but. I'd probably rather have that than Cleveland's trade. Okay. Though. So. Okay, I'll put that up there. Um, number eight. And this is the difficult things because some of these are East rivals where you might not want to trade Grant, but these that's also where you get some of the players that could probably help the Celtics. Pat Connaughton. Now, you know, 
Nobody I loves a local guy like me. Now, is I don't know it? if the Bucks is it just a swap. I, I put a question mark because I don't know how willing the Bucks would be to give up Pat Connaughton. Maybe they throw in a second, but like he's a big part of their rotation. He's a great wing guy. Uh, and I don't know if they'd rather pay him what he makes or pay Grant what he wants. And I don't know if Grant could start, et cetera, et cetera. So there's those concerns. But if it was a swap, well, we'll put it in that context. I like it better than the other two, but I don't think it's that great. I don't know if it's worth them doing it. I like Pat Connaughton. Uh, really wanted them to sign him last season. Went back to the Bucks. Good on him. Loyal player. Good for him. But yeah. I think he's a good player. Makes sense for the Celtics. Plays defense. Could shoot threes. The problem is he's not doing what Grant does in being able to guard the bigger guys, which is really what they need. The Celtics have plenty of guys that can guard the smaller guys. Yeah. You do have, to have more. And if you're losing Grant, yeah. it's best to give him up for somebody that can somewhat replicate what he does. The 3 and D. Pat Connaughton like, can do that. Like but, the source told Keith. Brad will move Williams if he can get a comparable player that's under team control. From that's Williams. fair. And, yes. and how many years is he under contract? Two or three? Pat yeah. Connaughton, he just re-signed. That um, I know, so but I don't think it was that long. Might even be a player option. After this year, he's under contract for three more seasons with the player option in the final year. You are correct, yes. Um, but he makes 9.4, 9.4, 9.4 flat in the next three years. So See, that's not, not bad. Not a bad that's good deal. value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is. All right. Number seven. George One more thing before we move on. Uh, that doesn't okay, make spoiler. a whole lot of sense for Milwaukee. Essentially, I'd rather have Bobby Portis and Grant, and you already have Bobby Portis. So what do you need Grant for? Well, then you have a four. The Grant, can play, Grant can play down at the three. You can play some four. Like You can work something okay. out. And he's but anyways, I, I agree. It doesn't make a ton of sense with the Bucks. Now, George Niang, Matisse Tyabal, and a pick. I like, is he got another local lad? Love George Niang. <laughs> my thing with like this one, one, the boys, like oh, my thing know, with he... this one, Niang can play up a little bit. He's a bigger guy. He can play up at the wing at the four a little bit. Matisse Tybo can give you some defense. Philly might do it because PJ Tucker hasn't been great. He can find the fill into that role. So he, Grant could ideally start next to Embiid. If I had to pick somebody who I'd want to start next to Embiid, it'd probably be a Grant type player. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Boston gets. The only issue with this is Niang and Tybal are both on one-year deals, so they wouldn't be able to, you know, that that's removes the long-term flexibility. Um, but if you get if you go into the deal, you do some tampering, which happens. Let's not talk like it doesn't. You say, okay, Niang, would you resign? Tybal, would you resign for a decent number? You get those two guys back. You have a veteran in Grand Spot at at the wing. You have Tybal who can play some defensive minutes, and then like a second-round pick. I don't think it's a bad it's a bad package, but you'd have to get some confirmation that they'll be back for the future, which I don't know if you'd get. I uh, don't like that as much as Connaughton. Okay. Probably like that bet. I don't know. The reason I don't like it, and you mentioned this, is just because it's to the Sixers. It's a rival team. Yeah. Okay. I don't think the Sixers are at the level as the Celtics. I think this trade makes the Celtics worse and makes the Sixers better. Sure. So I I just I wouldn't do it for that reason. So would you put it above the Pistons trade, though? Bay and I would. Tommy? I would. I would. Because the pieces are better. You're getting better pieces. Back. And plus, I, I think I just think Niang is kind of funny. He's good, dude. He makes his shots, man. He's, He's good. Like- he I've seen him like go off and like talk shit, which is funny. And mm-hmm. again, he looks like he's literally Massachusetts Grant Williams. Like it's kind of funny. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, like I we need to add another option to this. Okay. With with all the trades. This this will okay. go on the list. I would rather not move Grant Williams knowing the risks than do that trade. And would that be top of your list right now? Over Pat Connaughton. 
the content I would like kind of do if I really thought Grant was going to leave and be a problem. So, so no, that so that'll put, be the line of demarcation. Keep keep Grant with risks right below Pat. Yes. <clears throat> okay. And here's why, mm-hmm. because if you keep Grant, actually, I might, <sighs> I might do that above Pat for the same reason that I don't like the Philly trade. Okay. The Celtics are probably the best team in the East right now. Okay. Which sure. essentially is it to me, the East is the game. You win the East, you're winning. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced anybody from the West has beaten them this year. I'm just not. That being said, okay. if you think you can win a championship this year, and it seems like they do, and Wick seems like he does, go all in. That includes mm-hmm. risking the Grant Williams thing. And I think if Grant's going to be a real pain in your ass, you're going to have options when the summer rolls around. There's no need to rush anything unless he's really, really being a pain in the ass, which sure. is not the case. They seem to like him. I, I just there, there's going to be a sign trade for Grant Williams. There is. If he if he it, wants if to it's, sign, it'll be out there. They can get something back. It'll be out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. They'll get something or the nice, sexy looking TP. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> they'll get something <clears throat> to do in the future, which it is what it is. Okay. Next up on my list, let's see what I want to do next. I'll, th- I'll throw it out there. You know what's coming. OG Ananobi. OG is above the line. In the context of it would have to include Danilo Gallinari and Peyton Pritchard. That Because that's the only – I'm not saying because of the Raptors. I'm saying because of the salary, it would have to include Peyton Pritchard and Gallinari and Justin Jackson. Which no, Justin if you're not Jackson's watching the stream, you'd not see me react. Sam was upset. Deeply Here's upset. Here's the problem. <laughs> yes. I still say it's above the line. Okay. However, th- this puts you on the rat list to the whole league. It does. <laughs> Which I don't know. It does. Oh, now, man. unless Gallinari con- thinks tough, of- he wants to be on the Celtics. See, well, this, this is the, the only thing. If, and I don't think they would trade Gallinari, so I don't think this would be on the table. If Gal- if they tell the Gallinari, if you decline your player option, we will sign you in free agency for the MLE. Like if you make a rip Ricky Rubio type deal, we will give you the same contract. Just decline your player option end of the season, and we will bring you back. That's one. And that's thing. a no brainer. You do that in a heartbeat. And uh-huh. talked about this before. Can't believe more players don't do that. <laughs> you know. Okay, I thought about this in the car because I know your, your take on that. Well, what if Kyrie just did that? <laughs> what if well, he just he just goes back and he makes the next? Well, I think Kyrie's a rat, but. It would be a smart move by him. It'd be smart. Right? I, I just can't you have, believe players don't do that. Then you'd have DFS, Dinwiddie, and they say like, hey, bring me back. And then they're like, hey, Dallas, we'll give you Ben Simmons, you know, in a signage. <laughs> like one guy that should Ultimate do that is rap. Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm sick of all these guys saying they don't have help. You you want help, you go get your own help. You you go out on loan. You let them bring in players. <laughs> go out on loan. Lillard doesn't say that. He doesn't he doesn't ask. No, but like oh, if, you know, he had more help, he'd be Curry. Not him saying that. But <laughs> sure. No, you know. the media. I understand. Uh all right. You want to get back on track with the grant trades? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So right now we'll do an update. It's above the line. It's above yes. the line. You have Ananobi above the line. Ananobi is a very I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. He's he's long. He's somewhat big enough to guard. He can shoot the three. He's more athletic than Grant. Mm-hmm. Like there, th- have... I just think I think he might be better than Grant. So mm-hmm. it's worth mm-hmm. it. I think so. You have Ananobi. Keep Grant with wrists. Connaughton, 
George Niang, Tybal, and pick. Sadiq Bey and Hami Diallo, then Chetty Osmond, Lamar Stevens, and pick. Yeah. For context, I might have Chetty and Lamar above Sadiq and Hami, but that's just personal opinion. We're picking at straws there. <clears throat> All right. Which one do I want to throw next? All right, we'll do the Nets. I do have one from the Nets, which, again, another conference rival. It better be KD. <laughs> Seth Curry, Yuta Watanabe, and a pick. Oh, yeah. No brainer. See you, you do that? Yeah. Uh, well, you don't really need Seth Curry, but Seth Curry's fire. And he's expiring good. Expiring deal. Expiring deal. Yuton Watanabe, mm. also an expiring deal. So that's the added context. Both those guys can shoot the hell out of the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. It's below on an OB of the line. My goal is to get you above the line with one of these. That's, well, that's I don't, my, know. Like, I don't know if like could because Curry's expiring and the other guy's expiring too. Yeah. Like essentially you're putting yourself in the same spot than if you just kept, kept Grant, except Grant's probably better fit on your team. Sure. Yeah. No, I understand. You're putting that. yourself in a worse spot because you can't so would well, you put you it, sign and trade those guys, but you're but, not going to below the line, but above Conan. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, no, no. I'd rather have Connaughton. Oh, okay. Because Connaughton just because contract. he's he's under contract for a while, and he, I think he's good. Like he's still good, but he's not. He's not OG good. Understandable. All right. Uh, let me get rid of OG from the top list. Um, we'll go out west. We'll go hmm. out west. Mem- Memphis See, Grizzlies. Memphis. What are you getting back though? John Conchar and Santi Aldama. Well, and they're two names not a lot of people know. Yeah, see that's <laughs> but they're <laughs> that was right where I was going. I was like, well, like I I do know I do know who those guys are, but like mm-hmm. I may not know what they look like in my head. John Conchar John Conchar is a good player for the Grizzlies, averaging 23 minutes a night, six points, five rebounds, one point five assists. He does look like one of the fellas. I'll put it that way. Um we love a guy 40... that looks like one of the fellas. <laughs> Solid defender and Santi Aldama is Young player, uh, averaging one of those guys points. wears 46, right? <clears throat> oh, god, where do I see numbers on basketball reference? Um, I believe you, John Contra does wear 46. You are correct, yes. Um, <clears throat> Santi Aldama averaging 9.5 points, five rebounds, one assist, both shooting around 36 37 percent from deep. Conchart 46. You were correct, I know you froze for a sec, so. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, listen, listen. We, we're going to try and like pretend like I don't know who these guys are. I'm telling you what number they're wearing. Jack didn't even know that. There you go. Both averaging around 36, 37% from deep. But uh, here's the kicker, Sam. All right. Uh, let me let me pull this up here so I can fact check myself. Are you sh- oh, no. I thought you were going to show me something. No, no. Santi Aldama under team control for two more years past this one because he's still on his rookie contract. John Conchar just signed an extension with the Grizzlies. He is under contract through 2026, 2027, two, uh, 2.3 this year, 2.4 next year, 6.1, 6.1, 6.1. So both very cost controlled deals. Santi Aldama still under team contract for two more years past this one. This would be Memphis saying, okay, let's go get an upgrade. Let's go get a three and D guy. If Anobi becomes too expensive, you know, we'll give up <clears throat> these two players. Context: Boston might have to throw a Peyton Pritchard in the deal if they need a sweetener or a first-round pick or something because you're getting two like cost-controlled guys. I don't think this would be a terrible package for Green. That's above the line. Okay, above. I really think. No, no, no. It's still below OG, but it's above the line because I thought it was a decent package for both teams. I'll put it that way. It's it's a good trade. 
And there's not the factor of you're helping one of your competitors get better. Mm-hmm. Like in Memphis both players is a under competitor, don't get me wrong, but it's going to take a lot for you to play Memphis. Mm-hmm. And both players under contract. Yes. And it's, oh. it's just infinitely more, infinitely more likely that you're going to play any of the other Eastern Conference teams in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Next one. Pelicans. Najee Marshall. Jackson Hayes in a pick. I don't know who Marshall is. <laughs> so no. Um, very. Uh, he's really. I. I think he's one of the more underrated players. Uh, he's very good. Um, I don't doubt he's solid. He played really well Pelicans, against. No he played really well against him. the Celtics. He played. He's the guy who put up like seventeen against the Celtics. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. 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 He's I, averaging I that. ten points, four rebounds, two and a half assists. Not in shooting super well from deep, but he's a good, like, gritty defender. Um. I don't know what his contract is looking like. Let me double check. That's um, interesting. Jackson Hayes is an expiring. Uh, Najee Marshall is under contract for this year and next year. And that's it. Uh, 1.7 this year, 1.9 next year. So like minimum numbers. Um, so I'm keeping Grant. Okay. Where is that in your, your rankings? Below Connaughton. Below Seth and Yuta. Wanabe. Yeah, Connect. probably. Below Niang and Tybal. And no. Above Niang, Tybal and Pick. I, I just I think that that Sixers trade really helps Sixers like it that. Does. That's why I hate it so much, which is fair. This is fair. Um, OK, I have two left. All right. And if I miss anything, feel free to let me know. And sorry, I'm coughing. There's something in my throat. I'm dying. Dude, I've had shit in my throat for a year and a half. It's brutal. All right. Bulls. Alex Caruso. Well, there's no risk here. Alex Caruso and Derek Jones Jr. I'm doing that. That that's behind OG. Above Conchar and Aldama. Yeah, that's a good trade. Caruso fits your team. Uh, and maybe a pick, but I don't think the Bulls would give up. Derek Jones is an athletic freak. Like, he's not really tall enough to do it, but he'd be an interesting person to shadow Rob. Derek Jones? He's, he's taller than Rob, I think. He's taller than Rob. Well, <laughs> Rob's not Oh, tall. oh, he's 6'5. I'm wrong. Ignore me. I thought he was like 6'8. He's 6'5. You're completely right. I'm, I'm captain. Can you get um, Javante and- Green instead? Yeah, actually, Keep, made him happy. <clears throat> I I, I think they might it. do that. Yeah, you could do. Let's do Alex Caruso Javante instead. I think that's possible. And also Alex Caruso, by the way, who is under contract this year, uh, and then two more years, nine point five. Yeah, that, that's a big deal for you. If, if you think you're losing Grant, that's you might even have to throw like a, a second in there to sweeten the deal. But say like Caruso and Javante. Yeah. But so is that your second best behind OG? Yes. Okay, and I think that might be one of your more realistic ones. Re- that that might be sneaky, better than OG, just because you don't have the rat allegations coming. Should with I it, put it above? Should no, I put it above? no, because at the end of the day, if you win a title, I don't care. Okay, fair enough. All right, last one. This might be your least favorite because of the team, but it's I think one of the better packages. It's gonna be uh, Lakers, Heat, Miami Heat, Caleb Martin and Max Struess. Well, I think Struess <laughs> is a whiny prick. Martin kind of is quiet and does his job, and he's a good defender. And Struess is also well. an, exp- an expiring. So yes, he is. Concern. And the, uh, the heat of an interest in Grant Williams, that makes somewhat of sense. Uh, Max Struess is an expiring. Caleb Martin, helps, however. It helps him get better. Caleb Martin under contract this year. Uh, next year, 6.8, and the year after, 7.1. I just – so it's it's – 6.8 next year and then 7.1. So you still have them for two more years? Two more years after this one, yes. That's not bad. 
Yeah, I think you're going to be met with the same problem when when that comes around. Though you're going to have to pay him or or get rid of him. Well, he's not as young, so that could help you. He's 26 right now, so he'd be 28 by the time. Well, then you know have bird rights, <laughs> or maybe you do. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not a contract guru, so you probably wouldn't have the same rights. But where, where does that rank on your list? I assume below OG and the Caruso. Yeah, I don't think well, I'm but- doing that. I think I'd rather have Grant, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Really, over Struess and. Struce is good, man. He's real Struce good. isn't that good this year. He's, he's shooting thirty four percent from three. He's their like third leading scorer though. Like, I I know he's, he's shooting, not like the he's, same. He's doing but, like, bad. He's the still, one thing he's supposed to be good at. He's still another wing though. Like he's still another like he'd be. He's better than Hauser. I'm sorry. Like he is. Is he better he's than Hauser? What you need him to yes. do though? Yes. 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 I don't know. Absolutely. That's he's tough. more athletic. He's more athletic. That is too. true. Um. Is it a below the line though? Yeah. Uh, is it above Pat Connaughton? I'd rather have Connaughton, Seth, and Watanabe. Actually, no, no, no. I'd rather do that than Connaughton, just because you're not right. helping Milwaukee. Like Miami's still like got the pieces to be a good team, but for whatever reason, they're not doing it now. Okay. Getting Grant could certainly mm-hmm. help them out. It would give Bam some relief, and yeah, you know, solve the issue that everyone's been clamoring that they have, which is needing a power forward that can shoot the ball yes but i i'd rather help them than milwaukee because milwaukee's your your biggest challenger this year that that's the one where all the debates at yeah did i miss any packages i don't know jack they're your packages <laughs> i don't, I don't <laughs> well, no, know no, no. i'm talking like any teams around the league you think could also have an interest um <clears throat> like I'll, I'll go i'll just go down the list quick like new york i looked no, didn't what, really what, think what, there what would be they... anything It'd have to be like Hartenstein and like Reddish or Hartenstein and quickly. No. It's like nothing's eh. gonna be worth your um, while. Atlanta again, contracts don't really work there. You'd be looking at like uh, nothing. There, there's nothing in Atlanta that you could work out. Uh, we did Chicago, Indiana. Like I said, I'm get- <clears throat> I had to sneeze. I-, I was gonna say I have to sneeze, but it was coming too quick. <clears throat> I looked at a Duarte slash Daniel Tice deal, but you'd have to throw in extra Ooh, I'd salary. Love Daniel Tice. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to throw in a Pritchard though, which wouldn't be worth it at that point. <clears throat> Toronto. Ah, uh, I did the OG we one. You could Toronto. look at something. Well, I know, but you could look at like a Chris Boucher, maybe if you wanted no, no, to throw no. it in there. But like, <laughs> you're trained with Toronto, you get an OG, or that that's the okay. end of it. Orlando, I looked at, not much there. Couldn't find anything. Same with the Hornets or the Pistons. Uh, we did the Pistons actually. The Sadiq Bay, Hamid Diallo, uh, the Nuggets were one. If you wanted to like say, "Hey, give me Bones Highland," but like you don't need another guard. There's no point. No, like he's a good. No, young this player. is getting ridiculous. We're done. Bruce Brown is a name. Well, there you go. You got me back. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew I was gonna get you. I don't think the Nuggets would give him up though. Um, you you still don't need Bruce Brown. You have Derek White. Yeah, well, Bruce Brown can play forward. He's a bigger guy, like or not He's a bigger not. guy, but he, he plays bigger. He plays bigger is what I'm saying. He plays forward. Uh, but uh, and did, if Danny wants him back, I didn't mention Utah, but like Jared Vanderbilt, and you know, say say you throw him in a deal for like Vando and Kelly to match salary, would you yeah, do that? Maybe. That'd be something. Both under contract next year as well. This is all ridiculous. We just spent twenty plus minutes talking about something that's probably not going to happen. Well, there's a lot of smoke around it right now. I wouldn't count it out. Okay, I'm just. I think you're seeing some in the off season before you see this. We'll see. I'm gonna just go over your list just for listeners. Number one, uh, 
you only have three trades above the line of keep grant. Um, you had OG package, which would also have to include Gallinari, Pritchard, et cetera, but that would put you on the rat list. Comes with the rat allegations. Yes, it does. Unless you have something with Gallinari, say, okay, decline your player option. We'll bring you back. <clears throat> and Keith made this point too. Like Celtics players like see Gallinari work and they probably wouldn't love it if they traded him. Exactly. He's, he's, yeah. Agree with that. Uh, Caruso and Javante. Um, good trade. Might even have to throw Pritchard in that deal, which I wouldn't complain about really. Can like you hear that. the laptop about to take off? No, Sam's laptop is buzzing. Last one above the line, John Conchar, Santi Aldama. <clears throat> Again, might have to throw Pritchard or a pick in that deal because it's a lot of value coming back from Memphis. Uh, then the line of Grant with risk. Then I'll run through these quick. Uh, Heat trade, Martin and Struess. Bucks trade, Pat Connaughton with a question mark because I don't think they do it. Nets trade, Seth Curry, Watanabe, both expiring though. Pelicans trade, Najee Marshall, Jackson Hayes. Sixers trade, George Niang, Matisse Tybal in a pick. Uh, again, both expiring. Uh, Pistons trade, Sadiq Bey, Hemi Diallo, and... Uh, Cavs trade Shetty Osmond and Lamar Stevens at the bottom. So n- I'll put it this way. I don't hate any of them. I don't think any of them would be like bad deals, but I agree with the line where you put it. The only ones I might shove above the line. I don't hate the heat deal. I, I think you're getting two quality rotation pieces. And obviously I don't think Martin is as good as Grant, but I think he can play a similar role. So I, I don't hate that deal. Um, I sneaky don't hate the Nets deal. I just have concerns about the long term. I think Seth Curry's good. I think Watanabe's good. But again, you lose some defense. Again, sneaky don't hate the Sixers deal, but the long term concerns are there. Pat Connaughton's cool. I just don't know if I do a one for one. Um, so if, if you threw these trades at me and said, you know, um, like which ones would you pull the trigger on? I would do OG or I'd be, I'd be hesitant because of the rat thing. So maybe I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> that I just don't like the idea of trading Gallo. I do Caruso and Javante. I'd, so I'd really consider that. I, I think you got to put that up there. Conchar and Aldama, I'd consider. And then the Heat one, uh, Martin and Struess, I'd consider. Those would be the main three. Unless you definitely know Grant is saying, I want this much. I want to start. And he's gonna, you know he's going to cause problems. Then you can start to dip into the rest. But I'll go with those three as my top. All right. We can wrap up. You want to do a couple cards before you dip on out of here? cards, yeah. Let's pull them out. Um. If you listen to the show, you know what the cards are. But for those who don't, my Uncle Dan gifted me with these beautiful Who is the Man Boston Celtics cards. We're going to do some trivia, see who the Celtics player is. We can do three. The score is currently Sam 168, Jack 101. I passed the three-digit barrier. No longer a shot. That, that was a challenge. It was. It was. was Sad, though. These are the ones we've done, if you're watching on YouTube. We have very few left, so we're going to have to find new games to play. Uh, I do actually have an ESPN board game with trivia on it, so maybe we could break that out, but it wouldn't be Celtics space. So we'll find something, though. We'll find something. All right. Four or five points. Also, for the new listeners, five. If you get it on the first clue, you get five points. Second, four points down the list. You know the drill. All right. Four or five points. Selected to play in the NBA All Star game every year from 1971 to 1977. This is going to be a tough one for me. I don't know the 70s. It, it, if, uh, I'm not going to get it unless it's 2000s. And it's just how it is. Shall we go I'm to four points? Sure. Yeah, go to four. Average 22 points per game to earn finals MVP honors when the Celtics beat the Suns in six games in 76. <clears throat> finals MVP for the Celtics in 76. I feel like this is something I should know. But I don't. I know who it is. <clears throat> I'm going to be deeply upset. All right, going on to three points. How does Jersey number 10 retired by the Celtics and 15 retired by the Kansas Jayhawks? 
feel like that should give it away for me, but yep, I, that, I, that would have did it for me. I'm going to put a guess out there and at risk of making me look stupid. Is it Dennis Johnson? No. Shoot. Jojo, Jojo White. White. I did know that. I knew it was a guard. I don't know why I thought DJ. When did DJ play? Was he in the 70s? He, or was in the, he played for Seattle in the 70s and they came over. Okay. At least He's I'm in the correct. At least I'm in the correct era. All right. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunate. What I've gotten on the other ones. No, I would have gotten it. Hall of Boy, Fame in 2015. Uh, 35 years after playing. Set a Celtics record when he played in 488 consecutive games in the 70s. I, those wouldn't help me. So yeah, those are those like aren't helpful. The the jersey one. Number 10 was one point. Yeah. What number did DJ wear? Three. Three. Okay. Now I know that. I should have known JoJo White 10. Anyways, five points. Next one. Graduated from USC after serving in the US Navy during World War II uh, and played professional baseball in the Brooklyn Dodgers minor league system. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Next. I don't know. Eight-time All-Star who led the NBA in free throw percentage seven times, including five straight seasons. Well, it's one of those guys. It's it's 21, 22, or 23, but I don't know who we've had already and who we haven't had. I don't know those numbers, so I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, Inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame as a player in 76 and a coach in 2004. I don't know. Next, shall we? Sanders yeah. had an epiphany. No, no, go ahead. Two points. Uh, a member of both the NBA 25th and 50th anniversary teams whose number 21 was retired by the Celtics. I told you it was 21, 22, or 23, but I don't know who it is. Oh, uh, wait. Mm. Don't don't go on just yet. I don't know numbers. I'm terrible at this. I I'm know. a bad, bad old Celtics fan. 22 is Ed McCulley, and I'm pretty sure 23 is Frank Ramsey, and it's not those guys. So, you know, do you have a guess? I don't know who the last number is. All right. Four-time NBA champion with the Celtics who teamed with Bob Cousy to form one of the most highly regarded backcourts in NBA history. I don't know. Bill Sharman. I'm glad it wasn't the other two guys that I knew who it was. Yeah. If it was one of them, you'd be pissed. I wouldn't have gotten that. I'm a bad old Celtics fan. I, 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 we're, we're 23. We're, we're not going to get yeah. uh, those old ones. Unfortunate. All right. Next one served as an assistant coach for the Celtics from 93 to 97. <laughs> I'm going right to four points, Sam. I'm sorry. Yeah, go to four points. Acquired by the Celtics in a 1983 trade with the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to three points. Can I? Can yeah, I? go ahead. Five time NBA All Star who earned NBA championship rings with the Celtics in the 84 and 86. I don't know who this is. Uh, I have one guess, but I think it's stupid, so I'm not going to guess it, and I'm going to be bad later, but I, I'm not guessing. Shall I go next? Hold on. Wait. Wait. I don't know. I do have a guess. <laughs> I'm going to look like an idiot, but I'm going to I'm gonna guess again. Oh, I'm going to get out of the chat. I mean, what I can go. I'm out. Okay. Named MVP of the 79 finals while playing for the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, it's DJ. I got it! Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I did it! <laughs> when you guessed, I was going to guess it, but I was like, I'm not positive. Oh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. I, got, I, think, I think that's the first the... one you've gotten before me. I was going to say, this might be one of the first ones I've gotten more points yeah. than Sam on. I'm very excited. Uh, I forgot I got he DJ. played for Phoenix. Mm, made a last second layup in the pit to beat the Pistons in game five, the 87 ECF after Larry Bird intercepted an inbound pass from Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Yep. I knew he played for Phoenix. I, I was, I briefly thought it was Danny Ainge. Cause I know he played for Phoenix, but I he didn't. played for them after drafted by the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah I'm, yes i got dj Ed. you want to do two more let's make it five yeah. I, i'm feeling i'm feeling hot let me don't let I me was, get wait, let when me it was the 84 and 86 clue when you got it i was thinking dj but i wasn't positive because i was like oh like well you want to know why i got it because i remember we we just had the conversation you were like you started in the sonics of the 70s then you played for the celtics in the 80s i was like oh wait a second i know yeah, the songs I, in the I 80s all right five points born in wilmington north carolina and played basketball at north carolina central university I don't know. Can I go to next? I have no idea. You can go on, but I'm gonna be real pissed if it's who I think it is. I'm just scored, not positive we already had this person. Scored 51 points for the Celtics in an October 29th game in 1965 against the Pistons. Very glad I did not guess. Who do you think it was? 65. 51 points. I have no idea, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, go ahead. Average 20 points per game or better for four straight seasons and was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1984. Got nothing. I just, I'm now I'm starting to like the fact that we had so many cards. I don't remember if we had certain players. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, you're going to get this. Yeah, I'm all right. Guess. I'm gonna be really mad if we already had this player there. I'll go to two points. Won 10 NBA titles as a member of the Celtics from 57 to 69. I don't know. One of three Celtics to win eight consecutive championships from 59 to 66. I don't know. It is Mr. Sam Jones. All Sam right. Jones. I got it. Three points, right? Yep. All right. Last one. Last one here for me. I, again, bad Celtics fan. I'm still riding the high of that Dennis Johnson guess. I am very excited. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. All right. <clears throat> last one of the day. Born in the Dominican Republic on June 3rd, 1986. I know who it is. I know. Is it Big Al? Is that your guess? Big Al Horford, and we are both correct. <clears throat> what a way to end it. Five points for both the fellas out here. Uh, like I said, if it is a, a recent player, I will probably know. We'll read the rest of the clues. Big man who started all 208 games for the Celtics from 16 to 19 after signing as a free agent. 2018 That's playoff series crazy. against the Bucks. He never got hurt during that time. Wow. Yeah, well, he started... All 208 games he played for the Celtics. So I, I assume. Oh, okay. Okay. Every game, but like he started them. Uh, 2018 playoff series against the Bucks scored 24 points with 12 rebounds in game one and 26 points, eight rebounds in game seven. Both Celtics wins. Pair of NCAA championships with the Florida Gators in uh, 06 and 07. Named the All Star team four times in his first NBA seasons, all spent with the Hawks. So there you go. Uh, decent day for Jack. I'm hyped. I, I know yeah, you got some of them too, you. but I am. <laughs> I'm excited. You only but... lost by however many. Whoa, come on, come on. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, I'm waiting for the day I get one you don't, but I don't think that one will come. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I uh, appreciate you all for listening. I think that's it. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered mostly everything. Uh, if you're looking to go to a Celtics game or other event, use SeatGeek. Use promo code HBTC to save $20 on your first purchase. Let us help you see what you want to see. Yes, yes. With our luck, uh, in the time uh, that this takes to come out, you'll hear this tomorrow morning as we're recording. There's going to be a trade. Something will happen with our luck, but it's okay. We'll be live on deadline day 1, one thirty around that time. Keep yep. an eye out on the YouTube. We'll, we'll be put around. out a, uh, a graphic so you'll know what time. Uh, and, yeah, my only plug, like always, uh, obviously Jackson on NBA, but Sam will say that. Subscribe to the YouTube. How about them, Celtics? We appreciate you all. Uh, make sure to hit that sub button. Keep showing love on the podcast. We appreciate y'all in the comments. And uh, the pregame show is 30 minutes before every Celtics game. So I'll let yep. Sam wrap it up. 
Yes, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on YouTube. You had the privilege of seeing my great hair day. And you can see the lovely background that Jack has put together for us. What about my hair day? Come on. Well, your hair always looks the same. Is is that a compliment? Uh, I'll take Which it as a compliment. your hairstyle. Thank your you. hair short. Thank you. I'll take it as a compliment. Just There's let not me take you to do with it. Hey, well, I'll take. Let me take it as a compliment. My hair. You looks dye your hair, then we'll say your hair looks different. <laughs> but oh, all right, all right. Again, if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, comment, tell us about the hair. If what you're if not hair on better? YouTube, would you say? <laughs> I said, let us know whose hair looks better. Yes. If you're not on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on whatever platform it is that you're listening on. You'll definitely not regret that. You'll get all the podcasts as soon as they drop right to your yes, Apple or sir. Spotify or Red Circle. Shout out to right? our new friends at Minute Media. If you want more of us, follow us. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at How About Them Seas. You'll get all the updates on streams we're doing. The streams will be live at those places if it's possible. Don't know if it is on uh Insta- I feel like it should be on Instagram, but I don't know. Uh, we can't. I don't think we can do lives on Instagram. It doesn't let us through StreamYard. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? But make sure you follow us there. Follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA. He's doing all kinds of hard work. Celtics blog, heavy. You yes, can sir. follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. I'm doing work at heavy. Read all our articles. Get us a little bit of clicks there. Uh, that's it for us. Bye. Check, check, go.